Later that afternoon, Steve is in crisis talks with Barry on the extra training issue. Right on cue, Danny Crow and Sean St. Ledger turn up to see Barry about the same subject, although they weren't banking on having their say in front of Steve. James just said you wanted to see me. To me, it feels like it's punishment. To... Is it fuck punishment? I can't believe that, Danny. It, it's just to walk through situations to say, well, if we get it like this, Danny, I expect you to spin off there. That'll yeah. give you expect. You've got the ball. You fucking release him. When you see him turn, put it in that space for him. Go on, try it. So you do it in the training ground for a couple of afternoons. Then on a Saturday, hopefully, you'll do the same on whatever. Do you think you fucking know it all, then? Do you think you're such a great no, player? I'm, I'm not you saying that, I'm, I'm not saying oh, that. I don't that's know enough, what you're saying, Danny. Right, that's fair enough, yeah. But he said to me ages ago that I'll, I'll do a strength programme. I think you've done it. Something you'll Sure, just have a little bit of respect for me, son. Yeah, sure. Instead should, of pointing your finger at me, Sean. That is out of order, Sean. Hello. I am a robot. You are listening to Scorpio. A 200% podcast. Hello games fans and welcome to Scorchio, the podcast where we hardly ever review old football video games anymore. Yeah, it feels like it's been ages. The thing with old video games is they they're quite difficult sometimes to get working in um non-Cyrillic languages, aren't they? Okay, well, uh, I mean, what basically happened here (laughs) is that I snapped. (laughs) I don't know what it was about Striker, the last old game that we reviewed in this quiet, dusty corner of the internet. Just last week. Yeah, but when it got to last Friday, and I'd got paid... And I went onto the PlayStation Store, and I decided to cleanse my palate and bought FIFA Twenty. Um, yeah, and so began a, a... an odyssey. An odyssey. Uh, yeah, I would say so. It's, it's been it's been epic. <laughs> it's been emotional. Um, there's been there's been tears. There's been <laughs> laughter. There's been bottles thrown at the television screen. Yeah. Two restraining orders. <sighs> wow. The thing is. That most of these old games are shit. This is something, I mean, we've tried to dance around it to a certain extent, but it is true. Yeah. There are a small number of old games that stand up well. They retain their charm. And those games, yeah. And those games stand up really well because they've stood up for so long, you know. With something like um, Football Manager, say, that's. 38 years that game came out. 38 years ago. So for it to still be playable and, and, and kind of enjoyable in its own way is, is really astonishing. But it got to the end of last week and I needed to cleanse my palate and to actually kind of dive back in. And I haven't bought a FIFA game for a few years. 
I should be clear about this. No. I do not buy these every year. I can't remember um, the last one you got. The last football game I got was Pro Evolution 18. And prior to that, I got FIFA 17, I think. Okay. It might so, have been FIFA know, you, 16. It might have been not, FIFA You've 16. not tasted that savoury corporate cock for some years not 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 with fifa no um and when i got it it was one of the last games that i got as a as a disc imagine that um, hard copy which i subsequently lost <laughs> thus demonstrating the problem with hard copy <laughs> yeah well we had a very young baby at the time and although nobody has ever admitted to it i strongly suspect that the i think it was free physical discs I had for the PS4 when I got it. All three of the discs went missing. And I have no idea where they could have gone. I would not have taken them out of the house. And so I assumed that something baby-related happened and uh, I was just never informed of what that might Mm. have been. Well, it's going to involve one of two fluids, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have asked a couple of times, (laughs) but I mean, it was it was years ago. And the thing is that we've moved out of the flat that we lived in. Then, if only it was as easy to ask to find things out. Imagine that world. Yeah. So I am buying this copy of it. It was only. It wasn't expensive. I haven't been out gallivanting around financially here. It wasn't like £70 or £90 or something like that. It was 23 quid, I think. Which, by FIFA standards, is essentially free. Well, uh, do you know what? The way, I, the way I see it is that 23 quid nowadays is nothing. I'm certain that I paid 20 quid for Sensible Soccer a quarter of a century ago. Absurd. When you think back to... Early FIFA games, so FIFA 95, for example, yeah. Yeah. probably cost 39.99 or 44.99, which is the yeah. equivalent yeah. in modern day money of a million pounds. So, the, yeah. well, I mean, it's getting on, must it must be getting on for 90, 100 quid, must be. Oh, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. And so, to spend 20. 20, I think it was twenty three ninety nine, twenty two ninety nine, one or the other. And um, for everything you get for that, for twenty, you know, at the end of the day, am I going to get twenty three pounds worth of entertainment out of this? Well, of course I fucking am. I think I might have got twenty three pounds of entertainment out of it just from listening to yeah. you bleat on. I downloaded it, which took quite a while, mm. and then I installed it. And what of course the, the this whole downloading and installation thing is a is some bullshit, isn't it? I was looking at the file sizes. The download for FIFA twenty is ten point six gigabytes. And then you have to do the installation. And the installation is actually another download. And this download is about fifty gigabytes. Oh, or forty gigabytes or something like that. Sneaky bastards. And at the time that you've got the um, like like the download and the installation running, you can only play single matches between six teams, all Champions League teams. And this download takes fucking ages. I had to leave it on overnight 
and it was done by the next morning. And I was a little bit surprised to see it was done by the next morning, if I'm absolutely honest. Because when I was reading, I had a Google, how long does it take to install? And people were waiting two or three days. Hmm. But I think that this is like when the when, when the game was first released or whatever. And, and that kind of fills you with this feeling of kind of, you know, a little bit of dread. Dread, ennui frustration yeah and then you get to the end of it and it's like oh it's ea isn't it so it's always online now and i mean my internet connection in this room i've got an extender for it but it can be a bit flaky so that kind of makes you worry a little bit as well but then you get into it and it's beautiful well that's nice i mean obviously all of your internet activity and indeed non-internet activities now being beamed directly to the pentagon but uh, the fact that you're enjoying the game is at least yeah and it is by whatever metric you want to use a stunning achievement and i don't you know people i mean i get that the loot bags and things are bad i've got a feeling that mine came with a couple of loot bags and i don't know i haven't looked but i can do without a lot of the extra stuff. If I want some of the extra stuff, I'll I'll just you know I'll buy it at a point that's that's the right time for me to be buying. So, what it. features come as standard with your modern day FIFA game? You get, I think, all of the stadiums in the Premier League. You might get all of the stadiums in the Championship as well. I know that all of the stadiums in the Championship are available, uh, and there's even a couple in League One. I mean, I think Sunderland. You get an array of different match balls that you can use. The thing that annoys me a little bit about that (laughs) is that they still put the EA ones in there. Yeah. Does anybody ever use those? Ever? It's a a very interesting point. I can't imagine that anyone would. Because it's so well documented, isn't it? It's so well documented that one of the one of the key things about FIFA is this relentless drive towards making it as accurate as they possibly can. And then they have these like generic balls, which just like nobody ever uses those. Surely, maybe they're just working on you know reality to try and get them to think. Maybe we should yeah, have a, an EA strange. branded ball, and then and. You know, self-fulfilling prophecy. It's very strange, and the and 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 there are balls that you buy. They're not an enormous amount of effort to get to, although they do go right the way up to. You can't get the Champions League final ball until you're on like level something ridiculous. But if you're winning the Champions League and it's requiring this to do it, then you should probably be at that sort of level. It's like I say. I'm not really that bothered by it. No. I mean, actually, that sort of thing I don't mind so much um, because a ball is a ball is a ball. Ultimately, you're going to play the match whatever ball they give well, you. Well, I, like I like having the accumulation of well, them. Well, yes. You, you would like them. You would like to have a lengthy scroll through my Well, balls. obviously, yes. But the thing is, really leaf through them balls. Some of them are orange. Yeah. <laughs> The just saying the um, <laughs> some of them are dimpled. Yeah. The, the the idea of of unlocking uh, the Champions League ball by getting to the Champions League final, for example, actually 
quite pleases me because, you know, there's a level of attainment in that. It's not like you have to win up to a certain stage or else they're not going to give you a ball at all. Yeah, it, yeah, it's I just mean, a little bit of extra, a little bit of extra fluff for putting in the effort. You put in the effort, love. There you go, pat pat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, obviously the option is there to buy it with cold hard actual money. Oh, EA. You know, I don't know how much they cost, but I have just no interest in that whatsoever. No, you know, and actually, in, in some way, not. when you when you're as disinterested in that sort of thing as we are, in a way, it, it can be quite an interesting thing to look back after a while and see what all the stuff you've actually accumulated that you didn't have before well okay how about this for a game idea okay this is just this minute pops into my head so it is extremely extremely half-baked yeah um, it's very much the barata of ideas yeah so you take a game like fifa pro evolution okay. whatever yeah one of them and what you build into it is a complete stadium builder, but like Sabutio. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, you have real players on the pitch, have actual matches on the pitch, but surround the whole thing in a Sabutio stadium that you've built yourself. Well, don't tell me, don't tell me that people wouldn't be into that. Yeah, I mean, you could start off just on the tabletop um, in in your mucky bedroom with. Wank socks and old copies of Amiga Power scattered a, a, around the floor, and slowly but surely, as you gain more purchase within the game, you're able to uh, unlock stands, floodlights, scoreboards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely all appeals. All that, all that shit, all of it, and a whole bunch of stuff that you know they never even made. Why not? Yeah. I, I, it could be awesome. It would be. It would be pretty good. But I, I mean, to be honest with you, I think that the the tabletop version, you know, a version of Subutio, would be. I don't think that would be a very complex game. So you could even include that. I think there have Easter been egg or... computer game versions of Subutio in the. Past. Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure there have. I'm the sure aching, there have, but I aching think... pointlessness of those uh, um, is no doubt been discussed elsewhere yeah i'm sure they have but i mean i don't think that the interest would be there to sustain that as a game in and of its own right but i think that if you chuck that in as a you know chuck that in as a as an easter egg on fifa 21 or whatever christ knows they're gonna need them because i was thinking about this earlier tonight okay what's fifa 21 gonna look like are they going to have crowds in it? Because well, that won't be very, re- it's that very, won't be very realistic. Because there's a lot of talk at the moment on the um, YouTube Formula One gaming communities about F1 2020, the video game, which, you know, as everything does in the world of video games, is due to come out sometime in the summer, as always. And as far as I understand it, you know, preparations are completely underway to do so and i think the gaming public are going to be left in a world where they get to drive a vietnamese grand prix before any of the formula one drivers do because it's you know it's all there it's all there ready to go the fact that it didn't happen i suppose is of of very little interest to the the gaming world isn't it so, I mean, presumably, it would be a complete disconnect from the realities of things. 
I do wonder whether or not they will have a nod to it. You would hope so. I mean, lest we forget the furore that was caused when Football Manager implemented Brexit in, was it 2017? Yeah, yeah. A lot of very angry people. Which is weird, because Brexit wasn't the sort of issue that created anger on either side. Well, I mean, the thing is that they're going to have this decision to make, aren't they? You know, they've probably already made it or are about to make it. Which is, when this game comes out in September, or is it September it usually comes out? Sometime, yeah, sometime around then. I think so. Is FIFA going to sacrifice its claims towards realism? that have always been such a key part of the game. It would be fabulous, wouldn't it, to have a, one game of FIFA throughout. Oh, you've got you've got FIFA 21. That's the one where all the matches are behind closed doors, and it's a bit weird. Yeah. I wouldn't be that surprised. I wouldn't be so surprised if they made it an option. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could probably I wouldn't you know, be that unlock surprised it. Yeah, well, not even if it was unlockable. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just chucked in, because I don't think, again, I'm trying to think about it in terms of resources, game resources. I don't think you'd have to model the stadium again as empty. I think the way that they do it is that they build the stadium empty and then they put the crowd on top of it. So you uh, just take the crowd off and it will be empty. Most most of the uh, stadiums on all of the games do have an empty variant that, you know, if you do a training session or practice or something, you will be able to access. Yeah, well, the the training is on a training ground in FIFA 20. That's uh, good to know. FIFA 20, yeah. So you've got training, you've got friendlies. What's your options with regard to leagues and uh, team management and career well, I, player career stuff? Okay, well, I haven't looked that deeply into what leagues you can do. And the reason why I haven't done that is because there's just so much other stuff to look at. <laughs> um, there is uh, the career mode. And the career mode can either be done as a player, a manager, or a player manager. That's I mean that's that's the computer game dream, isn't it? Player. Well, management. if you're a, if you're a player manager, it, it it's you're you're 28 when you get the job, <laughs> and you have I think it's seven seasons as a player manager, and then it just converts to a manager. Sweet. So I th- I think that's how it works. So um, you've got the career mode. You've got FIFA Ultimate Team, which is the one that I haven't pressed the button for yet. What I happen to know is the bit that that's what the gamers play when they're playing FIFA 20 online, I think. Oh yeah, that's where you're essentially trying to assemble your dream team, isn't it? Your, yeah, your ultimate super team. That's what all the, 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 the loot boxes and what have you are for. I haven't touched it. i tell you what, right? FIFA Ultimate Team... Made up twenty eight percent of EA's total net revenue in twenty eighteen. That's pretty impressive. Not even the, that's not even the game. That's FIFA Ultimate Team. Hmm. That's yeah. Well, consider all the other games that they also make. They make uh, the NBA game. They do the NHL hockey game. The, the they famous do, yeah. one. They do several different basketball games. They do Madden still, I think. Mm. Um, the 
the American football game. They do the baseball one as well. They are like the gold standard. You know, no matter what people think of them, they are the gold standard for sports games. It is true. Um, and 28% of the revenue from all of that comes from FIFA Ultimate Team. Just that's a, people that's throwing a, money at, at them so yeah. they can get hold of Messi for their team. Yeah. That's Interesting. A, you know. So it says here, their live service revenue across all games represented 45% in total of, for 2019. That's, I mean, when you think about it, it's absolutely crazy, isn't it? It's nuts. So it's making up two-thirds of their like DLC, online content, whatever, ratio. Just under two-thirds of it. And it's accounting for more than a quarter of their total revenue as a company. And they are not a small company. No. So, you know, if you're wondering, are they ever going to do away with um, microtransactions and what have you, then the answer is no, and that's the reason for it. Because why would they? Because people keep buying it. The only way that it wouldn't work is if people don't buy it. Yeah, that'd teach them. That'd learn them. And it also answers the question of how come, a few months after the event, they could be knocking out FIFA twenty for 23, 24 quid. Yeah, and it's interesting because actually one thing that I was looking at the other day was um, NBA games. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've recently watched the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix, as most people have. I saw the first episode of it. Well, I find that very bizarre because I can't imagine somebody watching the first episode of it and then not watching all nine other episodes of it immediately. I'm a very busy man. But I do, I don't particularly enjoy basketball. I think it's stupid and pointless. But I have enjoyed basketball games in the past. Yeah, I had the demo for a basketball game on the PS4. Three, and that looked amazing. Yeah, they're very. There's something about, and I think it's something to do with the the amount of games you play and the relentlessness of the schedule. But you can really get into it, and obviously the no nothing records statistics quite like an American sport. So that's mm-hmm. uh, that very much appealed to me. Yeah. But the the NBA games are very expensive. Even like old ones, still very expensive, like fifty five pounds expensive. So wow, I, I can I can only assume the NBA is on his ass because <laughs> FIFA, they, you know, they're they're giving that away. They're putting it out with the uh, the free papers. Mm, yeah, um, as well. I mean, actually, they might probably in terms of a business model, they they probably be well advised to do that just you know pull a u2 and just send out a copy of the latest fifa to everyone with a ps plus account so that they've got the game because when you're making over a quarter of your revenue from microtransactions you know just give everybody give everybody the opportunity to to spend money i you, mm. you might actually end up making more by doing it that way than you would by just selling the game. Well, that's, I mean, that's the, the, the reckoning that the people who did Fortnite arrived at, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty certain. Still don't it. know really what Fortnite is. If it's not, if it's not sports 
or crime based. I'm not really there. In, well, in it's kind term. of it's kind of battle royale, isn't it? Only you get to make a, you know, you get to build a kind of like shack and then go around shooting everybody else and keeping their stuff, something oh, like that. Fair I mean, enough. I don't know. It's something. It's a thing that young people do. And Sounds again, pretty good, actually. You know, not it's not really for me. So I think my nephew plays it, but uh, yeah. it is worth pointing out he's thirty-one years younger than I am. Yeah, the game the game itself is a free download. It takes well over a year for a pineapple to reach perfect ripeness. The man from Del Monte knows that moment. The man from Del Monte says yes. He then insists the pineapples are picked and packed the same day. Say yes to the best, Del Monte. So, career mode wise, you let's not let's not dance around it. You are an idiot and have created what can only be described as a freak. That, I, no. What is he? He's he's five foot two. Five foot three. He's either going to be as short because I know you very well. And I know for a fact that if you're creating any character in a game, first yep. of all, they're either going to be as tall as they can be or as short as they can be. <laughs> secondly, actually, actually secondly true. they're either going to be as fat as they can be or as thin as they can be. Yeah, You chose, okay. in this instance, fat. <laughs> um, yeah. No, he's not fat. No, he's, he's well built. He is... Well, he is built. I mean, he's a he's, he's hench. He's, he is. He's two hundred and fifty-three pounds. <laughs> Five foot three tall. Two hundred and fifty-three pounds. Um, I mean, a lot it, of these it, things. I mean, for example, with the Pez um, one, when you're creating a player, that I think there's something like fourteen or fifteen increments for each facet of of, of 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 the facial structure and body and so forth. For you, they they should just save it and just say lowest or highest because that's all you're going to do. Well, yeah, obviously. Because you I'm can't like, help you know, yourself. That's just over 18 stone, by the way. Five 18 foot stone? There you go. Yeah, just over 18 his, stone. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that is that makes, uh, what's his name, Adibayo Akinfenwa look like Penelope Pitstop, really. Yeah, oh, he's basically he's a cube. <laughs> he's a five foot three inch cube with um, with dreadlocks and dreadlocks. the face yeah. of a forty five year old man, even though he's fifteen. He's actually turned sixteen in the game now, but he That's was fifteen at the, um, uh, and he, start of the game. He's from El Salvador because obviously he is from El Salvador. You know, and he plays for Wimbledon. Now, do you did he get to choose the club, or did it just give you a club? No, I just you can choose any club. Okay. Um, and I went for Wimbledon primarily because I thought it would really annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it is worth pointing out that one of the first things that I said when you sent me a picture of this character that was absolutely designed to make me angry one of the first remarks I, I made was Wimbledon then yep and 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 yeah 
you did it just to piss me off. Which yeah, I mean, but has I've... reasons. Again, it's it's not it's nothing that I didn't expect. I'd anticipated that as well. Um, I'd anticipated that you would give him a ridiculous goal celebration, and um, you did. Maybe it's what was it? Homer Simpson celebrating, uh, negotiating the uh, return of the dental plan. Uh, I think I think I think that's what it is. Yeah, or you know, Abe Simpson. <laughs> In um in the church when he when he thinks he's possessed, yeah, uh, he sort of he scoots around in a circle, laying on his side. I think he's in some way uh, a little encumbered by his mass. He's not. Uh, as, uh, he seems to he seems to do an all right job of it. To me. He seems to I mean from what I from the dispatches I've received. He seems to be uh, performing quite well. Well, what's very funny about it is that he does it in just about every game. I remember just uh, about uh, every game. There was a double hat trick against um, Bristol Rovers. He scored a double hat trick against Bristol Rovers. That's pretty impressive. Uh, and um, <laughs> every time he scored, he ran off towards the corner flag and then just kind of stops and starts doing this strange little circular Jesus. <laughs> kind of scoot round the pitch on his... I do genuinely his... believe that he is going to have no trouble with social distancing. Short of men coming to carry him away, I suppose. I mean, the fact that he's he's aged up would, yeah. uh, I think, give give the impression that you are quite invested in this. And the career well, of Dodo uh, Wingus Dingus. Yeah. The surname is Wingus Dingus because I call my children Wingus and Dingus. Yeah. So, you know, Dodo is actually pronounced D-D. Oh, D-D. And he's got a middle because initial. Because both of the... Yeah, both of the O's have got umlauts. Oh, for goodness over them. sake. Yeah. And it's not a capital B for a middle... Uh, for, for a middle letter, middle initial. It's a, it's an s Yeah. Which is the German punctuation thing which you see that looks like a capital B that actually represents two S's. And what is that initial... Um, short for how the hell am I supposed to know? Just <laughs> kind of, kind of trying to keep you accountable. Um, I'll look it. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll look it up and see if there are any German names that start with an S. Bet, but I any, doubt there are there any are. German name that starts with an S, and you just add another S, and there, there's your answer. Siegfried. I mean, it, it's an interesting. Um, question because he is obviously for El Salvador. Yeah, I mean you do wonder how anyone of German extraction might have ended up in Central America and then you you dwell on that for a little while. And he's uh... had a he he's a, it's been a it's been a it's been a tough life. Well I mean it's been a tough life but it's only been 15 years of tough life, and, and now it looks like he's headed for the top in the professional football career. Well, of course. You say that there is a management thing, but you, you need to select the the uh, the management. Yeah, part. I mean, the way it works with like the mode that I've got is that you control the whole team. Yeah. So what happens is that when you get into the, like, the pre-game menu, you can either control your player or the whole team. If you control the whole team, 
then you can you can pick the team, you can make the tactical changes, but there will still be somewhere there, someone there on the touchline, and they will make the substitutions and change tactics in game. Yeah, if they need to be changed. One thing I have noticed is that they will substitute your best player. They will substitute Wingus Dingus if he's doing well. Mm. Um, I have a feeling that there's a limit of goals that it will let you hit. And in fact, I think that that, <laughs> that double hat trick might have triggered something in the game. Oh, that was like, God. he's playing this on too easy a level. So we're going we're gonna to basically throttle him. And they throttle him by substituting him in just about every game. Either after he's definitely after he scored a hat trick. <laughs> quite a lot of the time after he scored one or two goals. <gasps> He's barely played a full 90 minutes all season. <laughs> well, then again, it is important to protect your younger players, even if no, they are it's impo- 18 no, it's stone. That, yeah. It's important that he carries on scoring a bloody hat-trick every week against these League One no-hopers. That is a, a, another way to look at it, yeah. This, this uh, management mode does interest me because I have also been dabbling... In the dark yes. arts of the modern... I meant to say. In the modern uh, world of football games, in which, as we've already established, there are three. So this week we've played two of them. I've been playing the latest football manager. You have. The subject of the first podcast on yeah. the subject well, that we did. After a fashion, so I we suppose. we have come full circle. Full circle in nine episodes. It is worth pointing out... Circle of life. They're not really comparable games. I played for, I think, three hours the other day. And in that time, I got a physio, a sports scientist, and one friendly game done. There is a lot. It is intense. It is an intense experience. I mean, all of I, I went into it, I have to say, saying I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. And um, it, uh, it is enjoyable, but it is so rigorous and detailed that I do honestly believe that Football Manager has now evolved to a point that you can only enjoy it really if you're doing well. Mm. And I think I, after I got to the point where I won my first friend, I was being Cheltenham Town. Okay. I have uh, I have some history with Cheltenham Town on um, Championship and Football Manager <laughs> and through games. the police and through the police system. So I, I chose Cheltenham Town. They've played a friendly against Gloucester, which we won two nil. Uh, which I don't yeah, actually it's think not, it's, it's that... not especially it's, it's not no, especially impressive. It's not an, are they it, National League North, aren't they? Gloucester? It's not an especially encouraging result, but it was no. a, it was a win. It was a clean sheet, and I didn't go on any further than that really because there is no way anymore on Championship Manager slash Football Manager game. Are you saying that you don't want to spoil your one hundred percent record? Yeah, I am. One match. Well, the thing is, there is there is no way that you cannot know exactly what it was that caused you to fail anymore. All, that is so lame. All the to, all of the tools are there. You are very much the agent of your own downfall. Everything is interconnected like a spider's web, and Quite frankly, it's terrifying. 
I mean, you didn't, in, in many ways, you didn't do anything. You are sort of riven with indecision. I mean, don't, for God's sake, change the captain. Don't, for God's sake, do anything. Don't sack somebody. When um, my my manager, Charcuterie Oinks, arrived at Cheltenham, he did so with very little fanfare in his past, which I think is, is fair enough, given the fact that I don't have any actual experience in football management but my players didn't half take umbrage at this fact and I suppose it didn't help that I was replacing Mike Duff as the manager yeah but I mean it it feels it feels a little underhanded that football manager is now so realistic that you're going to get a hard time for not being a football manager just for playing football manager which is the way that people simulate playing, you know, being a football manager. Mm. Obviously, there's a way around it. You can say that you've got coaching badges up the wazoo and you've played 57 times for Sweden. But, you know. Is that what you do? I didn't, no. I, I, uh, I, played, it, I played it straight. Charcuterie Oinks is basically just a tubby... 40-year-old man with no hope of doing well in football management. Oh, okay. There's no denying, there is no denying the depth of knowledge and programming and excellence that is there. But I think it's so refined now that unless you are completely expert in these things, I, I just found myself not wanting to touch anything lest it all collapse, which, mm. you know, which it would. And if I went back to it, I'm sure I could make it collapse. Although I do have a theory, and this is my conspiracy theory now. And, uh, you know, anyone who's listening who's ever thought this, you know, do get in touch because uh, this could be uh, the, the snowball that brings down the the entire filthy, pernicious business. My theory about modern football manager games is that with every one, when you start your first game, they give you an easy time and you will probably do well, probably get promoted because, you know, they're, they're easing you into the game. They're getting you hooked, basically. This sounds like a, um, this sounds like a conspiracy theory. Well, it does sound like a conspiracy theory and I used to think, well, it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it had happened to me on a number of the football manager series of games well you just need to you need to make sure that your first friendly is against man city or liverpool <laughs> or yeah i i thought i had thought nothing of it until a recent i think it was the most recent beyond the touchline podcast dennis hurley was discussing playing a, a recent football manager game and he mentioned that he had struck early success only to have it all completely fall apart, whatever he did subsequently to that. And now I'm mm-hmm. now I'm slightly I'm slightly convinced and concerned that basically, you know, possibly in in a rather ham-fisted attempt to make sure that everybody plays the game through, you know, fifty years or whatever it is that they give you, they want to discourage you flitting about and starting new games although 
given the levels of complexity, I think that that in itself is its own incentive not to keep on starting new games. Yeah. It's uh, undeniably a superior product. When you've played Championship Manager games and Football Manager games down the line, uh, I think the first Championship Manager game I played was probably Championship Manager 2. So that's about 25 years old. And the, the, this is like NASA stuff now. You know, players will gang together in little social groups. The tactics are incredibly detailed, but at the same time, they've they've made them a little bit less sort of mathematically fiddly. It's a bit more, uh, you know, they've changed the old squad status things where, you know, you've got your important players and your rotation players. What does that even mean? Now you can tell your goalkeeper, your reserve goalkeeper, that you're going to play him in the cups and you make that promise to them and break it at your peril. I mean, I, I the last football manager game I played, that I got one of the free downloads, the like the demo. Yeah, there's always a demo and every year. That was about 10, 11 years ago, maybe 11 or 12 years ago. And it was, I was just like, I'm at, I'm at work. Yeah, that that is. This is a this is a job. This but, isn't this isn't. I haven't got I haven't got the time to do this in my spare time. If that's ten years ago, yeah, I've got to tell you, this one is just it's another level again. It is another level of depth, and as I say, admirable, admirable level of depth. And I'm sure that if you were to play that game for a long time and do well at it. It would be the most incredible, rewarding, valedictory experience of your entire life. You would probably want people to talk about it at your funeral mm-hmm. because it would be such an achievement, such a part of your life and such a large part of your life <laughs> because it it really is. It really is at that point where you could spend 16 hours a day playing it and get through mm-hmm. one in game day yeah i just i i'm not it's i mean i get that there are loads of people who like that sort of thing and no i'd be i'd get half an hour into it 15 minutes into it and i'd just be hitting everything as quickly as i could just going right next 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 yeah. next just get me to a game i'm not here to do fucking admin i do enough of that at work yeah during the week. and of course one thing that you can do is delegate there's all kinds of stuff and there's all kinds of options to delegate but you do worry that the more you delegate the more you're going to reach a critical mass where you go hang on where's all my players gone where where's all my money gone where's all my budget gone and just find out why am I just sitting in yeah. this empty office, exactly. having sold everything in it? Yeah, and when I've done um, nothing, you find out your director yeah. of football has sold your entire back four, and yeah. your head of youth development hasn't renewed the contract of any of your under-18 yeah. players. And mm. so, you know, 
you realise why Sir Alex Ferguson had such a red nose because it's yeah. a stressful job. The physiotherapist sold your desk on eBay. <laughs> well, I, you know, I wouldn't be. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. And I've I, I, I've come to the ultimate theory that unless you want to play Championship Manager 2001-2002, which I'm sure we will do on this podcast at some point, because it is oh God, yes. the Mac Daddy ultimate, totally optimal football management experience, then your best bet for doing a modern football manager thing is to do the football management options in your career on FIFA or Master League on PES. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I know it's a bit weird that you are controlling the team as well as picking the team. And But... Yeah. It, it, they, they're they now at the level of detail. They are. Where yeah. they, it can justify itself as a management game. Exactly. Because you, you scout the players, you find the players, you try and integrate the players... But mm-hmm. at the same time, you're not going through where they see themselves in three years' time, and you, that you is something. Have, you don't have you don't have 120 performance reviews to do. No, and that is something you have to do on on football manager. You can say, well, you know, if you're a, a breakthrough player this year, then maybe next year you'll be a squad player, and yeah. then. But then again, maybe you won't. Yeah, because it's my fucking choice, not yours. So shut up. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think that there's a very real argument that football died with the Bosman ruling, but I'm going to keep that one close to my chest. Oh Christ! Here we go. Here we go. The manifesto. But no, again. no. The, uh, the dot manifesto. The with, for example, the the master league on Pez. You you pick your team. You then you get to organise the tactics, and it and you know it makes a difference what what tactics you choose and and so forth, and then you play the game, and you're thrust into this sort of role of being part manager, part fan, and 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 part player on the team. Yeah. It's a fascinating dynamic, mm. and you can really get drawn into it. Plus, at the end of the day. You can fiddle around with the kit at the end of the season, or you can just go. Do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to sign Kenny Dalglish. <laughs> <laughs> this is football management as I want to play it. I don't hmm. want to be a football manager. It turns out because being a football manager is a horrible, thankless, awful job. And the people who do it die young, and well, except they don't, do they? No, actually, you they never don't. hear a football manager dying young. They no. used to every now and again. They really don't anymore. No, it's because they're all so fit. I suppose so. I mean, it's a surprise. I mean, I I imagine quite a lot of football manager twenty twenty players die young, probably from rickets. Quite possibly. Yeah, um. quite scurvy. <laughs> Walls have created a spectacular ice cream dessert called Violetta. But despite its deliciously rich ice cream and its irresistible crisp dark layers, Violetta could leave you 
with one small problem. Wars Vianetta. One slice is never enough. My take home from the experiments in modern football video gaming is if I wanted to do um, football management with a modern football team and a cutting edge of the current largely defunct leagues of Europe, I would do it via a FIFA or a PES rather than do it via a football manager. Because Well, I'll tell you what, right? We were talking on this podcast, I think last week, maybe two weeks ago, about official licences. And I said that I didn't really care. It doesn't really matter. Okay, yes. But here's something. <laughs> it does. And <laughs> yeah. it really matters on modern games and not on old ones. That's yeah. the realisation. I I don't need to know that some little 8-bit yeah. sprite representation, some little bloke running around on a plain green background and he's all white and all the colours are bleeding into each other. I don't need to know if that's Chris Waddle or Peter Beardsley or John Barnes. I don't even need to know that it is any of them. No. And I think that the same thing kind of almost applies in Sensible Soccer as well. Yeah. doesn't matter. No. But in terms of this generation of games, having those official licences, and like I say, I've got the Pro Evolution Soccer before last, and I have the current FIFA, and I have to tell you that it makes a huge difference. It doesn't... It does. Yeah, I mean, it didn't... Prior to this generation of video games, uh, you know, the the, the the technical restrictions meant that ultimately it didn't matter, but now, it, you, you know, they can make the players look like they do. They can make them move like they do. I remember playing a FIFA game and I took a shot with a player rather than squaring it to Wayne Rooney, who is in front of the goal. And Wayne Rooney absolutely lost his fucking shit in exactly the way that Wayne Rooney would have done. And it was a little it was a little wake up call, as if to say a whole different game now. Everything's mm-hmm. moved on. Because you're not playing a football video game. You're playing football on the TV. And if you don't pass the ball to Wayne Rooney, he's going to give you a volley of abuse. Well, I'll tell you what, right? One of the other things that I noticed, and I haven't noticed this on Pro Evolution, and I presume it probably has the same thing on Pro Evolution. But I just haven't been that deeply into the options. But on this game, the different camera angles you can have, one of them is called Broadcast Mode. And if you go into the on-game graphics options and remove everything apart from like the team names and just a tiny little red arrow above like to show who's in possession, um, it looks like you're watching the game on the television. It's a terrifying it's the, thought. It's an amazing... When you, the first time I, went, I switched into this mode in the middle of a game and I was like, oh my God, this, this feels like I'm playing a game on TV. I'm, I'm watching... Match of the day, and I'm controlling the players. That's what it felt like. <laughs> That's a very dangerous situation for all the it's, players it on was, Match of the Day. It was, it was, it was really, and so I went through all of them. I went through all of the different camera angles and just played like a you know thirty seconds with each, and all of them brought 
something else to it slightly, you know. There's the one which is like kind of like just sort of scrolls along the screen with the action. There's one that is from overhead behind the goal. There's one from much more close up. There's one which is almost like player's view. And each one of them is so different. Even the one which should have been the most difficult, I managed to... It was the perfect angle for a long-range shot. And I got a (laughs) geezer to have a pop from 25 yards and the goalkeeper just tipped it over the crossbar and I was like okay I don't like that angle but that angle clearly has a value so you know to other people so I understand it a bit better now but the broadcast mode which is now why I have it on permanently just looks like watching a game on the TV it just does it's it's amazing the ball rolls kind of naturally as it would on grass you know, when you start getting starting to get into the autumn now in my career, <laughs> and uh, the ball is starting to bobble a little bit on those League One pitches. There's yeah. a few, there's a few little gaps starting to show in the in the in the green of the grass. You know, there's all these things going on and all these things that you're kind of juggling, and it's just it, it's such an achievement. You know. Yeah, they are. They are very impressive. I have to. In on the subject of. Um... Game view. This football manager game is the first one that I've played where you had to have the three D game. There was no option to right. have it any any other way. Oh, right. And okay. again, I don't know how long that's been in play. And again, you know, it's one less excuse that you've got because you're really mm-hmm. it's it's not rudimentary by any means. You're you're you know, you're watching quite. A sophisticated depiction of a football match. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've, I think I've seen it. It's, you've got, you you've know, got it's... no excuse. And at this point, in in what has been a very challenging year, in in many ways, what I want from video games is to be cut a bit of slack. And you don't get the feeling you're <laughs> going to get a lot of slack cut by that. You're just going to get the relentless brutal and stark reality of the fact that you didn't play a holding midfield player and now everyone's just running down the middle of the field. One thing that I noticed actually is that in another area of the game that you can play on FIFA, like I say, I haven't touched ultimate football yet, but I have played a little bit of Volta football and Volta football is basically FIFA Street at the end of the day and you can either play in tournaments or there's a story mode that you can follow. So I'm doing the story mode. It's dangerously are... close to your idea for school football. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of... Um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? There, there are a lot of uh, uh, like kind of cutscenes. There's a lot of just sitting there listening to people talking and this, that and the other. And there is the, the <laughs> plot... The, the plot line is, is, is feeble, obviously. But, you know, what else would you expect? Um... I'm quite pleased with the fact that my player um, has got a tattoo of an anchor on her arm, which I think is, you know, oh, you've always got, a strong, you've got a female, always a strong you've got a female player. Yeah, she's six foot two. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, I refer you all to the comments <laughs> I made previously. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not. You know, I'm not here to disavow you of that notion. <laughs> the, I think she's, as tall as I can get, with the biggest head, the biggest cans, yeah. the biggest feet. Um, there was no can adjustment option. 
if, if there had, had been, been, she would have either had none of either all. be she would either be completely conquered or, or she or, or she'd have or doors. she'd have looked like a Kenny Everett <laughs> dressed up as <laughs> You know, it's um, yeah, it's it's. I don't really like the on the the, that mode, Uh, but I'm doing it because there is a story there, and there are kind of prizes to be won. So I'm kind of digging in and playing a couple of games, and then coming back out of it and doing something else because I don't want to get too lost in that. I'm not invested in it in any way. They can all fuck off as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, um, well, you had me at prizes. Yeah, but I'm well, I mean, you know, the, the, well, the prizes is just more points to buy more pixels on a screen, and none of it matters. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but at the same time, I don't want to get sucked into start. I don't want to start thinking that it does matter. There you go. One thing about the 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 recent Pro Evolution game that we uh, have both got is a commentary, mm. which was done by Peter Drury and and Jim Beglin, and as such, I have had to turn it off because it is. As bad as it sounds, I like, like Peter Drury. Uh, you know, I've, my 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 opinion on Peter Drury has come a full sort of you know 180 degrees in the last sort of few months. Um, I think I think I'm just getting older. <laughs> well, it's good to know that uh, maybe I'll grow into Peter Drury and and turn the commentary. Yeah, back I think on. you're wrong. Your your game, um, there's a. Array of commentators. Ah, well, yes. So, um, I was surprised, shall we say, surprised (laughs) to hear that, I mean, not only do they have in-game announcements of scores from other matches, from Alan McInally and Ali McCoyst, and I couldn't care less. You know, I couldn't care less. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's you know, the latest update here's, here's, for a match that's not happening. Fleetwood, Fleetwood Town have taken the lead. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm sure I can figure a way of switching them off. But you've also got two commentators. You've got Derek Ray mm-hmm. um, and Martin Tyler. And Martin Tyler does, like, the big matches. Um, he mm. does the league matches. Um, Derek Ray does the, he did the friendly matches I had to play. I had to play in a friendly tournament before the start of the season. And I think Derek Ray does the Champions League as well, or most of the Champions League matches. So, the, but, do they have the same co-commentator for both? Uh, I think it's Alan, I know that Alan, Alan yeah, Smith I think it's, is I the... I think it's Alan Smith for both, but I, 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 I might be, again... How closely are you ever listening to these people? You know, it's like it's like it's like the teacher out of Snoopy going on in the background. It's interesting how inured you become, and in in a way, FIFA has satirised the fact that we've all just got into this state where we're having to zone out dreary, awful quote unquote personality led commentary from. Dicks. Oh, it's very modern. It's very modern football. Don't get me wrong. It's very modern football. I prefer that in a way to the to Pez, which made their commentary so aggressively odious that something needed yeah. to be done. 
I admi- I admire the fact that FIFA have provided commentary that is so utterly vanilla that you even if you're playing the game in a darkened room in your house on your own are paying as much comment uh, as much attention yeah, it's to the all right as you yeah. might if you were watching it yeah in the i mean it's all right you know the commentary on fifa 20 it's, it's it's all right it's 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 not especially annoying it, there's only a few times when you can kind of hear the kind of the click between the the statement and the club's yeah. name or the player's name. Well, again, yeah, you know, these things it's become very, very refined. Yeah, it's it is very smooth. It's not perfect, but it is very smooth. No, on the whole, occasionally you'll hear it and it'll be and it will sound quite jarring. But um, that's not very. And you know, you got to bear in play that, but or bear in mind that I'm playing my matches in League One at the moment. You know, so of course. It's, it's, it's more likely to be a little bit, you know, shonky in some way or other. But I mean, once you get back up, get up into the Premier League, if you but once you've played for a Champions League team for a while, I I did the champ, I I did my a bit of my career with with Wimbledon, and then I went on to um uh, to to start a Champions League season just to see what would happen, and I took Spurs with that, and the difference in the quality of the players is just. It's not. I mean, they're so good. Well, yeah. I mean, again, that's another another very persuasive reason why the modern day football management enthusiast is better served with that sort of game because there really is a genuine difference, an appreciable difference between players of different standards. If you manage to cadge yourself a eighty five rated player overall mm-hmm. he's going to make the rest of the 65 donkeys in your team mm-hmm. look well like a bunch of donkeys yeah each player on that game is so individual that they it is it is an enormous feat um yeah. and i think if there's if there's one thing that we've we've learned from playing old football games and now new football games is that possibly there was a sort of there was an intersection where uh, live action crossed over into the realm of complete dominance and uh, football management simulation crossed over into a weird subterranean world of people with small eyes and large craniums. I mean, uh, you know, like I say, it was so much better than playing old video games. But we're going to keep doing old video games because, you know, that's our thing now, isn't it? That's it's what we it's what we do. Modern football games are just going to keep on, I think, Being going the down the same yeah. route. Yeah. Um, they're going to keep on getting more and more refined, more and more impressive, more and more uncanny more and more in terms of football manager detailed and increasingly impenetrable. Yeah, I mean the one thing I would say about that is that I have no issues with the quality of where you know the, that that stuff is at the moment. I have no issue with the quality of it at all. It is what it is. You know what you're getting and what you're getting is the very best of all of it year on year. Yeah. Being refined and refined and refined. But 
yeah, where's the fun in yeah. that? I mean, I can't imagine that I'm going to buy it every year. To be fair, actually, where the, where the fun is in that is to play FIFA, which is extremely fun if you like playing football video games. So uh, therein, therein lies the rub. But it is perhaps telling that it is FIFA and Pez that are threatening to make Championship Manager look redundant. Where maybe 20 years ago, all of your real hardcore football gaming fanatics were playing the Championship Managers. Yeah, I think the, uh, the arcadey live action games. I think you're right. I mean, I think that the counter argument to that would be to say that, or the, 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 the supporting argument, the supplementing argument would be to say that. The strategic games don't require the vast amount of effort to be spent on graphics and what have you um, that the arcade games make. Well, sorry, that the arcade games do. The arcade or the you know the, the the games where you are being a footballer are much more intensive than the games that are just ultimately very large spreadsheets. That's kind of the nature of the beast. And so as the capacity of the machines got bigger and greater, it was more likely that the smaller resources of the management game would get sucked into the bigger resources of the arcade game than the other way around. I'm using the arcade word, you know, kind of a bit liberally there, a bit free and easy, but um, that, that, I, that, I, that, is what I would say would be the obvious curve that it would take, would be that ultimately a football manager game can be chucked in and stuck on as an add-on for something bigger. And would I be that surprised if that's what it was in five years, if championship manager or football manager was just a like a, you know, a bolt-on for one of those two games? I wouldn't be that surprised if that happened. I think I'd be disappointed because I think there's plenty of people out there who just like the management side of it and they they like that granular level of detail. And there obviously are enough people because they're, because they're still making it 20 years on. It would be disappointing, though, if, if three games were to slowly converge into just one massive game called Football Game. And that's but that was the game that I invented the other week. Of course, yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. The, the The problem is that as as games get more complex, as machines get more complicated and more more capable, as processors get faster, as um, as storage increases, um, you know, and so on and so on and so on, as as download speeds, you know, get faster and faster, as upload speeds get faster and faster, then these games become more complex and more difficult to create in the first place the first version of fifa had a staff of 12 working on it the current version of fifa has something like 10,000 people working on it it's not just a matter of you can sit down in a bedroom and write these games anymore so more consolidation if anything is inevitable as the cost of actually producing the games shoots up and up and up and up especially not when half of them you know they're making all their profit on the dlc they're not even necessarily making it on the sales of the games itself yeah so i've 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 had my head turned by the idea that well actually maybe 
it's very easy to point the finger at them. But the realities are that it's our expectations that drive the fact that it was inevitable. There used to be 8, 10, 12 games that were football games for, say, the PS1 or the PS2. Yeah, all of those games did exist, but almost all of them were rubbish. And that's why they don't exist anymore. And the ones that survived were the ones that were the biggest, probably the best, and had the licenses and had the franchises. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's our expectation that drives the industry. The games industry is entirely dependent on its customer base and its customer base will decide what games are ultimately produced. Yeah. And with that, I would say that if someone could make a version of Championship Manager 2001-2002 that was based on the 1987-88 season, I would suck a dick for that. You heard it here first. So, so yeah. That... That is going to go into a lot of publications tomorrow morning. Um, I've only just got paid, so I think I probably could afford some Facebook advertising. I don't know if they'd allow the advert I've got planned now. Um, Promoted tweets. Google ads. Yeah, this this could backfire. Postcards in phone boxes. (laughs) Definitely phone... Postcards in phone boxes is the most is the most um, you know cost effective way of advertising this new service that you're offering. People still do it, you know. I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, I think it's there's only two reasons why anyone still goes in the phone box because no one's making phone calls. No, uh, and it's to you know do some fly posting or to have a wee. Yeah, um, well, and I've good. seen both. But, you know, I live in Brighton, which is one of the the great um, social hubs of the UK. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, So there. Modern Games. A great bunch of lads. If you're into that... Turns out they're good. Yeah, they are. They are. And they compare very favourably with old games, the vast majority of which were not as good. And having having reached this point in episode nine, it is literally all downhill from now on. Oh, well, it isn't because we've got you know. There's there's still good stuff to come. <laughs> there is, there's and, actually, and we've actually, and that's the thing. But out of the what eight games that we've done so far, we've only done two and a bit that I liked. Yeah, most of them have been bullshit. Most of them, I would have been. I'm pissed off at the fact that I played them, and I would have been pissed <laughs> off had I bought them. So you know. I haven't had any massive surprises yet. And the fact that I haven't has kind of been the biggest surprise in itself for me so far. So there you go. We'll get there. Eventually we're going to find something that neither of us have played before. Yeah. And we've realised that we've absolutely shit the bed. Well, I've got one. I've got one to play you. I've got one for you which you haven't seen yet. Okay. And you won't be impressed with it in any sense whatsoever, particularly not graphically, but I actually think that, considering that this game in particular is a game that was one of the very, very first games to come out on the ZX Spectrum. And by very, very first, I mean before Football Manager. Okay. 
and that it actually plays surprisingly nicely and surprisingly well and is kind of enjoyable. It's not, so it's not called Edward Carter's Dick Sucking Simulator, is it? Well, no, that that goes into production next week. <laughs> There's a bolt on. There's a a bolt on for FIFA twenty one. <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, so there is there is one that I've got that I've got a feeling that you might play and go, do you know what? For what this is, it's actually kind of impressive. Yeah. It is a football game that plays like no other football game you've ever played before in your life. I've never seen this way of doing a football game has not been repeated since 1982. And we will come back to that game. And it's a game that none of the listeners will have heard of either, by the way. This is a game that... Um, as far as I'm aware, it was only available by mail order in 1982. And there were two versions of the same game. <laughs> you, had so, to, you had to pick up a postcard from a phone box and send off the coupon. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the, the weird thing about it is, is that I, it was, this was the, maybe last week when, I was, when we were doing Striker and I, was, I always have a look round and a sweep up and is there anything I'd rather be doing than this game? And I always do that, no matter what game it is. And I came across these two games and I'm not going to go into them by any, in any detail whatsoever. I came across these two games because one of them, I clicked on it by accident in my sort of pack of Spectrum ROMs and it turned out that actually what I'd thought that game had been called for 30 odd years more than that probably 36, 37, 38 years what I thought the game was called was wrong and it's actually called something else and had I seen it I'd have seen it in this wrong pack and I'd have played it earlier and I, I was delighted to see it it was like seeing an old friend and um, and I was surprisingly entertained I was like oh this is going to be shit isn't it it's going to be shit and it's going to be horrible and, and, and it's going to be like yeah, Ian, what the hell have you been thinking about this last few years? Because every time I thought of this game for the last more than three and a half decades, I have been pleased. And but like, yeah, and now I finally got to play it again. And actually, yeah, it still goes, it still plays. So I was very happy about that. And we will be, you know, we will be doing that one shortly. Any any game that we can get to play in uh, Roman script is on the t- on the table. <sighs> anyway, right, that's it. That's it. Done. Dusted. Finished. Yeah. I have no more to say about FIFA 20. Do you have anything else to say about Football Manager? Um, only that it's too big for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is. It's too big. It's like... <laughs> Will you be saying this? When, <laughs> when, when I'm playing my specially modified Championship Manager 2001-2002. The all-new bolt-on for FIFA 21. Well, it depends, doesn't it? But, um, no, Championship... The, the, the modern Football Manager, uh, Football Manager 2020, it's a monumental achievement. And... I well salute. Done. Well done, everyone. Uh, yeah, well, well done. done, everyone. Well I done salute people who give themselves over to it and achieve things in it. Yeah. And I'm sure it must be unbelievably fulfilling. And um, one day it will presumably be useful somehow. But I will 
be in the corner playing FIFA or sucking on my toes or something else. Sucking on something else, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Well, I think that will do us for this week. I will definitely do me for this week. We'll be back again same time next week. Last one in the series. We're we're gonna do these in little blocks. I don't know how long it's the last. You know what we're gonna do break wise, but mm. next week's will be the last one in the series. But we will be back next week. Uh, find me on Twitter at twoht, or you can find us on Facebook at two hundred percent podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. defending but that'll do up to meet it and he's done it and some of the best managers I played for insisted on starting games as you mean to go on and we've just seen a very important opening goal from an extremely talented individual who looks primed for more he really does look at it what a great header got plenty on that yeah, I just thought he wanted that more than anyone else on the pitch and it was fully deserved he gave it everything he had